Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Our Lord Jesus was an itinerant preacher. He traveled from village to village and city to city, preaching the kingdom of God. His means of traveling was primarily walking. But there were times in the northern part of Israel that Jesus traveled by boat. Today on Drawing Near, we see how Jesus deals with a very dangerous situation. Please open your Bible and turn to Luke chapter 8 as we study Jesus and troubled waters. And as we get ready to open God's Word together, let's pray. Father in heaven, we ask today that you would help us to be spiritually sensitive, that you would open our hearts and minds to the truths of your Word, that we not only would see the truth of your Word, but we would see the truth in such a way that it would be applied to our hearts and lives to help us to be more of what you've called us to be. In this situation, help us to have faith, increase our faith, and help that faith to overcome our fears. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. In Luke chapter 8, beginning in verse 22, we read these words. Now on one of those days, Jesus and his disciples got into a boat, and he said to them, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they launched out. As mentioned earlier, Jesus sometimes traveled by boat, primarily over the Sea of Galilee. Among his disciples were individuals who were very, very familiar with boat travel. They were fishermen. They were on boats all the time. And so they had experienced many different circumstances and situations on boats. So as they get on the boat, we're not told whether or not they were concerned about the weather or circumstances. We're not even told how long it would take to go from one side of the lake to the other. They certainly didn't have motors so they were depending on the wind to move them across. And so in verse 23, we're told, but as they were sailing along, he fell asleep. So evidently the journey was taking long enough that the Lord Jesus fell asleep. Now, if there's only one account of this in the gospels, then what we learn from another gospel is that Jesus fell asleep in the bottom of the ship. He went all the way down to the bottom of the ship, laid down and fell asleep. Before we go any further, just think about that for a second. Jesus got tired. Jesus required food and water, rest, and sleep. And so as they're sailing along, Jesus stops talking to the disciples, stops doing what his ministry requires him to do, and he goes down below deck, and he falls asleep. And while he's asleep, we're told in the middle of verse 23, and a fierce gale of wind descended on the lake. Evidently, this was not something that they had anticipated, or else they probably wouldn't have got on the boat in the first place. We're told a fierce gale of wind descended on the lake. It seems like something that happened suddenly, and they began to be swamped and to be in danger. So the fierce gale of wind stirred up the waves of the sea. The waves of the sea were so strong and so choppy that the boat began to be swamped and they were in danger. We don't know how long they tried to deal with things up top. We don't know 
If they tried to bail water, we don't know how much concern they had. But while all of this is going on, Jesus is still asleep in the bottom of the boat. Now, I'm not sure how many of us in this circumstance would be sound asleep in the bottom of the boat while the boat is being swamped, the water's pouring in, the water's threatening to sink the boat. They're being tossed to and fro. Everything's very, very choppy. But Jesus is asleep. And so they came to Jesus in verse 24 and woke him up. The gale didn't wake him up. The winds didn't wake him up. The storm and the water didn't wake him up. They had to wake him up. Now, that indicates to me that Jesus was really, really tired. It also indicates to me that Jesus was not uneasy about the circumstances around him. There was a sense of peace, a sense of faith, a sense of calm about Jesus. And so being as tired as he was, he was deep in sleep, and even the circumstances around him didn't disturb his sleep. But his disciples woke him up, saying, Master, Master, do you hear the desperation? Master, Master, we are perishing. It's not we're going to perish. It's not the weather is getting bad. We are perishing. We are in the midst of perishing. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the surging waves. And they stopped, and it became calm. Of all the ways to handle this circumstance, this is the least obvious to me. And yet it's what Jesus did. If the wind was the problem, if the surging waves was a problem, then what he needed to do was stop the wind and the surging waves. <laughs> he got up and rebuked the wind and the surging waves, and they listened to him, and it became calm. The winds and the waves obey him. Jesus is Lord of all. In verse 25, we're told, And he said to them, Where is your faith? Why didn't you trust? Why were you afraid? You see, the opposite of fear is faith. The opposite of faith is fear or doubt. They were worried. They doubted. They were fearful. Now, almost every one of us would excuse that kind of a response. But Jesus does not. Jesus asked them, where is your faith? He'd already rebuked the wind and the waves. Now he's rebuking the disciples. Where is your faith? They were fearful and amazed. Now, were they fearful of the winds? Were they fearful of the waves? Or were they fearful of the one who controlled the winds and the waves? They were fearful and amazed, saying to one another, Who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? Jesus, being Lord of all, can command demons to come out, he can rebuke them and send them into swine. He can tell them to be silent. Jesus can dispel disease, open blind eyes, control the weather. <laughs> His disciples need to be obedient to him. When Jesus commands us to love one another, he doesn't command us to love one another in the same way that he commands the winds and the waves. He commands them and they obey. The demons are commanded and they obey. They are compelled. When we are commanded, because of our will, because of our sinfulness, oftentimes we do not obey. We have a will that can respond to Christ by faith or ignore him. 
Why would we who have been saved by his grace through his death on the cross and his resurrection, why would we ignore him? And what is this question, where is your faith? Is it a reasonable expectation that the disciples not be afraid? And I believe the answer is yes. If we understand the providence of God, then we understand that nothing happens to us outside of the providence of God. And what is going to happen to us within the providence of God, we can do nothing about. All we can do is seek to live by faith, walk righteously before our God, and trust Him by faith. And that eliminates all kinds of doubts and fears and misgivings. God can do anything that He chooses. Many of us are afraid that He just won't do those things that we want Him to do. And He may not. Or He may. The bottom line is, we must trust Him. Faith is what's important. Faith in God. And a faith that results in our obedience. We need to think about these things because it is possible to live a life of faith. It is possible to live a life where fear is very, very much diminished, if not completely alleviated. But that requires faith in God. We need to cast our care upon Him because He cares for us. We need to pray and ask God to work in our hearts and lives and hand those things over to Him and then let the peace of God Let the peace of Christ, which passes understanding, guard our hearts and minds. If the waters and the winds obey Jesus, if demons obey Jesus, then his followers need to obey Jesus. Father in heaven, help us to understand these things. Help us not to simply make excuses, to just pass over them, to just say, well, I am the way I am and God understands but rather help us to turn these over in our hearts and minds, to struggle, to deal with the issue of fear and faith, of trust and obedience. Father, help us to ponder and to meditate and to come to an understanding through the work of your Holy Spirit concerning your providence, your work and your will in our lives. Help us to have peace. We ask this in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.